And the message Bible says at that moment the curtain was ripped in two, top to bottom. There was an earthquake and rocks were split into pieces. The earth was split and rocks were also split into pieces. What's more, tombs were opened up and many bodies of the believers asleep in their graves were raised. The rocks split into pieces and the earthquake came. After that, the centurion and those with him who had joked about Jesus after they had blasphemed about him, after some of him, them had kissed him goodbye, figuratively, the captain of the guard said with his cohorts, after looking at the earthquake and looking at the splitting rocks and all the dead people that have been risen, saying, this must be, it has to be, it's got to be the son of God. We just want to talk to you this morning from the subject, a whole lot of shaking going on. whole lot of shaking going on. Let us pray. God, we thank you for this Easter Sunday, for getting up and rising for our behalf. For some of us, it was an occasion that we knew that we knew that we knew that you had us on your mind. And so God, we bless you for allowing us to stand at this time to deliver a word from you where we talk about a whole lot of shaking going on. God, anoint our thoughts, anoint our words. Allow us in Jesus' name to hear from you. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, Brother Jerry, you good? Scripture tells us that never before did the earth quake by trembling under such a load as the death of the Son of God. Yes, the Bible tells us about how God sent an earthquake and swallowed up the 3,000 Israelites in number 16 because they were worshiping a golden calf idol in the wilderness. And yes, the Bible tells us that in 2 Samuel 22 and 8 that the foundations of heaven were trembling and that the earth shook and it quaked because God was angry. You Bible readers will get that one when you get in there. Although violent quakes, none were as terrifying as when Jesus died on the cross. I hope you Bible readers are tracking me right now. You know, last week I got the opportunity to listen to a video where Jerry Lee Lewis had the famed song, A Whole Lot of Shaking Going On. 
to me, the words didn't match the song because uh, they didn't really make a whole lot of sense. But the action on the video, the shaking attached to the music, was worth more than 100,000 words. Uh, for musicians and for fans alike, Michael Jackson didn't have a thing on Jerry Lee Lewis. It wasn't what he did, but Pastor I, it was what he didn't do. For a minute, he sat there calmly and played that rock and roll classic on the piano. Then he played some high notes, Sultan, and, and, and he shifted octaves a few times over the pianos with his fingers. Next thing I know, he was standing up playing the piano right there in front of him. Oh, he was getting with it. He didn't need a seat at that point because he was getting to it. After that, Alan, he decided that he was going to play the piano with his feet, and he stuck his feet up, and he began to bang the piano with his feet. Shoes were on, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and he was in tune. Oh, I just was beside myself. The next thing I saw, oh, I was amazed. He turned around, and he was doing the butt. He butted the piano. He played the piano with his butt. Let me tell you, there was a whole lot of shaking going on. Never seen anybody play the piano with their butt. I mean, I, I've seen them do some special things with the fingers and some, some special things with the feet maybe, but, but never put your butt on the piano and play in tune. Hadn't seen that. Whole lot of shaking going on. Whole lot of shaking. So as we look at Matthew's account of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and the resurrection, he tells us that there was a whole lot of shaking going on. I hope you all agree with me today. Like Jerry Lee Lewis playing the piano with his hands, his feet, and his butt, there was a whole lot of shaking. And while Jesus was on the cross, a whole lot of shaking was going on all around him. You know, there was shaking by betrayal. There was shaken by disgust. There was shaken by distrust. There was shaken by people who taunted him. There was shaking their hands at him. They were shaking and screaming at him. They were shaking and finger pointing. Uh, and they were even shaking and giving them nasty looks. Pastor Burrell, you know how all they can do it. Just a whole lot of shaking going on. And, and there... They had to be a lot of shaking going on in fear of things happening. Because you had to imagine seeing it being broad daylight like it is right now. And at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, everything turning pitch black and you can't see your hand in front of you. Uh, it had to be seen that, that the Romans had been executing people like this for a long time. They've been doing crucifixions. That was their normal way of, of killing people. And they leave them on the cross for a long time. They, they just did it and folk got used to it. But then here we look and we see Jesus showing his humanity. So he probably had a lot of shaking going on personally. 
since he was fully God and fully man, how could he not shake in his humanness when he cried out in a loud voice, a loud agonizing voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which was my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you given up on me, God? Why did you leave me longer? I felt that way before. So I can say those words. God, did you, did you just forget about me? I, I know that for some of us, especially me, you hollered, why? Why did you forsake me, God? When you felt all alone and you wanted someone to rescue you, why did you forsake me? Jesus took that one to the cross and he took it for you and for me. How do I know? Because I know that I know. How do I know? Because you know that you know. That Jesus took one for you and for me. But, but listen, but listen, 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 listen. Matthew, in his account, was the only one to write about something even more fascinating among the things that happened after Jesus died. You see, the other gospels reported that he gave up the ghost and he died. Yes, he did. The other gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they, uh, I mean, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, they uh, also reported that he hollered out with a loud voice, implying a trembling and a shaking as he spoke. And the other accounts reported that the temple, the curtain in the temple that separated the holiest of holies from the people was split from top to bottom. But only Matthew, only Matthew, only Matthew reported in his newsflash that the earth quaked at the sight of Jesus' death. This is where the Lord wanted us to hang out today, that the earth turned his stomach inside out when Jesus died. And that the earth not only regurgitated dead believers from their graves, but that the earth's hardest substances, what we call rocks, even the rocks cried in anguish. Even the rocks began to snap into pieces. Even the rocks began to break apart. Even the rocks were having a hissy fit. So much so that those who were there to carry out this heinous execution could do nothing but see the power of God. They got scared, they shook with fear, and they witnessed to the fact that this man had to be the son of God. Yes, there was a whole lot of shaking going on. I can remember a few years back just before I got to ready to retire from that place you all knew I used to work to. There was a bouncing going on in my car. I was coming back from lunch I believe and I felt this shaking going on. And 
car just kept shaking and shaking and shaking. And then all of a sudden, there was no more shaking going on. People, when I got to the building, thinking that I was going in, folk were all standing outside, looking around, looking up at the sky, wondering, I guess, what was going on. So all I could think about, Pastor I, was that there was just a little shake. You remember how it was in the old refuge where we used to have the kids sing? They shake, 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 <laughs> shake the devil off in the name of Jesus. They shake the devil. Oh, they could shake it too. I saw, that's all I thought. It was just a little shake, shake, shake. Well, come to find out, Maryland had had an earthquake. And believe it or not, God is still sending earthquakes. Read it in the Bible. He said in the last days there will be quakes. You might as well get ready because they're going to come. Even if you can't feel them. Do you know that 67 quakes between magnitude 2 and 3 occurred in the last 24 hours? And that 192 below magnitude 2 occurred in the last 24 hours. Oh, yes, they're happening. Whole lot of shaking going on. I'm going to get out of the way soon. I'm going to get out of the way because I know the other pastor in this place is going to come preach. Did I say that right? Amen. Let me give you two quick points regarding the text, and I'll take my seat. First of all, there was shaking in the flesh. Look at these examples. When Jesus came to those who were demon-possessed, they shook and they trembled around him. They didn't know what to do, and some of the demons trembled so that they begged for his mercy. Y'all heard the story about when some of them said, let me just get over here in this swine so that I can get away from this man of God. Am I right about it? Uh, and some begged for some place to go because they knew who had the power. And it wasn't them. And when Jesus' disciples had seen him talk to the elements, the winds and the waves, and he told them, to hush all that fuss. Y'all know how the old folk used to talk. And behave yourself. Uh, 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 as the old folk would say, there was a whole lot of shaking going on. So on that Friday, Sister Kemper, there was Jesus dying because of the sins of the world. And in his awesomeness, his father had a major response to the death of his son Jesus. So what did he do? He broke the earth apart. He threw rocks all around and he let everyone know who was large and in charge. That'll preach right by itself. Because God is always in charge. God is always in control. God always knows exactly what he's doing. He sent his son with all of this, and he quaked the earth so that we would know 
that his son died. I, I know some of you are probably not all that interested in this type of setup. And you may be saying, when is Pastor Pete going to turn the reins over to Pastor Iantha? All this quaking and shaking of the earth stuff. And it may not be all that interesting. And it doesn't matter to you that you uh, you just might be uninterested in the information that tells us that the tectonic plates of the earth cross shifts and moves and crashes against each other in crazy ways. And that the results of a total shift of the way the earth looks, it looks differently after this happens. Usually there's much devastation, much deforestation, much alteration. And it doesn't matter that after this shifting occurs that depending on the intensity of the quake, there can be a massive destruction of buildings, massive loss of infrastructure, massive loss of life, and even massive tidal waves called tsunamis that wash away everything. Now, you may not be interested. And maybe it doesn't even matter that an earthquake, small or large, can cause upheaval to many people's lives, like the great San Francisco quake of 1906, where more than 3,000 people lost their lives. Hundreds more of the 400,000 residents of San Francisco were left homeless. No place to sleep, no place to play in, no place to love in. Homeless. And so you may be asking, why would God the Father now shake the earth? after his only begotten son was now dead. He's no longer alive. It seems like everything was over. But let me tell you, it ain't over till God says it's over. In your situation, it ain't over until God says it's over. It ain't over until God puts his stamp on it and God decides it. It's over. You're going to be in the situation as long as God decides that you're going to be in the situation. It wasn't over. And I believe God went on a piece because Jesus was his only son. Just like the young black men who have died at the hands of police. They were somebody's son. And the parents in their eyes were upset because you've now taken away someone they loaned to the world for a few hours a day or for a night or for some time. Somebody out there have loaned to the world for a time to have life and to seek life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And so let me, let me, let me let you know that God had loaned Jesus to us for a short time and for a specific purpose. What was that? Saving you and me. Any witnesses out there? I hope you know that we didn't come for Easter just to dress up and, and look good and talk to everybody and all that. Easter is a time for us to remember how God had one purpose to look out and save 
a wretched soul like mine. To save all of us. To save and to deliver those of us who had some issues after issues. Because one minute they shouted Hosanna. One minute they shouted I love the Lord. One minute they oh he's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. And now it's a crucify him. So let me hurry up and get to my second point and I'll sit down. There was not only shaking in the flesh, but there was shaking in the spirit. Shaking in the spirit. The split trees, the split roads, the split floors, everything split. The earthquake was great. And now in this Easter story, we're looking at a thriller context. Y'all, that's why I mentioned Michael Jackson earlier. Because he epitomized the thriller night with the dead walking like they were natural men and women. All of that was done in Michael Jackson's spirit. So now we want you to know that this Easter story had a shaking in the spirit. Ja'Kalen Carr in her song, Greater is Coming, said that if it hadn't been for the shaking, we would have never been ready for the making. If it had not been for the beating, we would never know how anointed we would be. And if it had not been for the pressing, we would not be able to walk in our destiny. Because greater is coming. And she said, I feel a shaking in the spirit. I feel a shaking in the spirit. Do you feel a shaking in the spirit? When your troubles are rising and you don't know what to do, when your time seems to be swallowed up, and you are thinking your work is in vain, do you feel the shaking in the spirit? I just want you to know there's a whole lot of shaking going on. Well, we've heard that there is a lot of shaking going on. I come to remind you that in the text that we read from Matthew, the 28th chapter, verses 1 through 8, that by now, Bloody Friday and Solemn Saturday were now gone. The Sabbath is over. And it was early, early, early on a Sunday morning. And the sun, you know, the sun when it just barely is peaking over the horizon because day was about to break. It was a time of the morning when the night is about to depart, but the day is dawning. It was the time of, of morning when it's still quiet for nobody is out staring. No one except the women, Mary one and Mary two, who appeared on the street on their way to the tomb.
prepared to put the burial spices on the remains of the one they love called Jesus. And as they were on their way, Pastor Keith, they had before, before they got to their intended destination, the Passion Translation says in Matthew 28 and 4 that suddenly the earth shook violently beneath their feet as the angel of Yahweh descended from heaven. Lightning flashed around him and his robe was dazzling white. That The guards were stunned and terrified, lying motionless like dead men. Then the angel walked up to the tomb, rolled the stone away, sat on top of it. This was the second earthquake with the death of Jesus. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I must say that I cannot be totally shocked by the earth's response um, to the death of Jesus uh, as he was the very son of God um, who had just breathed his last um, on that good Friday, uh, uh, but not before he committed uh, his spirit into the hands of his father, for he and his father were one. Oh, neither, neither am I surprised that the sun refused to shine in the middle of the day. Uh, while this was a horrific, uh, it was a dreadful, uh, yet previously prophesied and cruel uh, act that was unfolding. The, the rocks were splitting, um, and the dead folks were rising up, uh, and it had to be a memorable incident uh, for all who witnessed the event. But I said, but now it's Sunday, um, and before the day gets fully set in motion, um, Matthew gospel, um, although shorter than the other gospel accounts, uh, helps us to see that there's still some shaking uh, going on. Oh, oh, I think I'm on to something. Uh, but before Mary and Mary, uh, before they arrive at the tomb, uh, Brother Rico, the earth uh, quakes again. Now some, some, some believe, some believe that this was just merely the aftershocks. Uh, you've heard of aftershocks, uh, uh, from earthquakes from two days earlier. Yet some surmise that this quake, it wasn't noticed and it wasn't felt by the others who were in town. But the people who were in that confined area of the grave were the ones who knew that the earth had quaked again. Now can I tell you this? One cannot speak with total confidence as to why there was yet another shaking of the earth uh, but what we know is as a result of the shakeup, uh, something else uh, was taking place. Oh, 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 can I just share with you uh, that as I was contemplating uh, how to deliver this message, uh, I heard the Spirit of God telling me uh, that I was going to have to wrestle uh, with the text. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, if you have ever attempted uh, to deliver a message to God's people, uh, you will understand uh, that there are times uh, when you got to 
wrestle with the text. Ah, uh, there'll be times when that text uh, won't be lit up like a light bulb. Uh, there'll be some times uh, when it won't be self-explanatory. Uh, it'll make you wrestle, uh, ask questions, uh, dig deeper, and study harder. Ah, yeah, 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 such is the text, such is the text here. You see, my, my assignment, Pastor Keith, was that of theological investigator, uh-huh, to, to see what all the shaking was about. While I don't know everything, I do know a few, a few things. I know that Jesus really could have just rolled the stone back in his own power and without any shaking. I, I, I know, I know that Jesus did not really need an angel to assist him in getting out of the tomb. Somebody with me? Is anybody tracking with me this morning? I, I know, I know, I know that angel could have descended without all the extra stuff that was going on. Uh-huh. Uh, it could have been done without all the extra noise. It could have been done without all the extra white robe. Uh, it could have been done without all the extra fear that caused the guards to shake in their tracks and become faint. Uh-huh. Some translations say that those guards became as dead men. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they, they did not die. Let me help you all. They did not die, but they were so afraid that they passed out. Uh, and I think it sounds funny. This sounds funny. That, that there were men who were sent to guard uh, a dead man would soon be like dead men themselves. Oh, oh come on, come on. Somebody, somebody needs to, somebody needs to hear me. You see, I also know that there was something behind the shaking, Mr. Mack. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. Uh, the earth shook, the guard shook, and I bet by the time the two Marys got to the tomb and, and noticed that the stone was moved, uh, the day was shaken too. <laughs> see, you see, what they expected uh, was not what they experienced. God, I'm, I'm trying to help somebody. Uh, you see, you see, I, I, don't, don't, y'all, don't, mm -mm, don't do it, don't do it. I, I don't want you all to uh, look like you all if you had been you, uh, if you had rolled up there on the uh, on that morning, uh, that you would have been cool and and you would have been all calm and you would have been all collected. Uh huh. Cause, cause I bet you this, uh, I bet you that uh, some of you would have turned around uh, as soon as you felt the earth move uh, under your feet. Yeah, yeah, I know how we do, uh, Brother Rico. Uh, some of us uh, would have never came outside until the sun was all the way up. Uh, uh, and then some of us, some of us uh, uh, would have gotten quite holy and religious, uh, uh, pulled out our Bible and start quoting scripture from Matthew uh, 8 and 22. Say, I, I'm not going over there because we can just let the, the dead uh, bury the dead. Oh, God. Uh, but, 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 but. But, but, 
happen. But when the when the women arrived, uh, they were warned by the angel. Uh, the angel said, "Do not uh, be afraid. Uh, don't be scared. Uh, oh, stop your trembling." <laughs> In other words, uh, they should be cool uh, by now. Come on, come on, and, and cool yourself down. Uh, uh, calm yourself down. Uh, come on and chill out just a minute. Uh, I want you to know that everything uh, is under control. Um, I see. It, 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 the angel said uh, that everything uh, is right on schedule. Uh, it, it's playing out just like uh, it's supposed to play out. Uh, oh, it, it's on time. Um, it's in perfect time. Uh, it's not a moment too soon. Uh, and it's not a second too late. Uh, is anybody hearing me this morning? Um, you see, the angel, um, the angel went on to say uh, that Jesus was not there. That he was up uh, and he was out. Uh, he was not dead, uh, but he was alive. Uh, oh, you saw what you saw, uh, but he has done uh, what he said uh, he would do. Oh, God. Uh, in three days, uh, in just three days, you all, um, the Lord had already said uh, that in three days, uh, I'm going to rise up again. Uh, death can't hold me in the grave. Uh, and so then the angel then the angel told Mary and Mary, take a look, take a look, come on in here and take a look for yourself. He said, this is where he was, but now he is gone. Now shake yourself out of here and get out of this graveyard and go and run and tell that. Oh, oh, do I have anybody in the house that's going to run? Can you run? Can you run and tell that? Oh, my, my, my. Tell the disciples. Jesus said, tell the disciples to go on ahead. Go on ahead to Galilee. There you will see me in all of my splendor. And so the Bible says that they quickly ran from the tomb with some mixed emotions. Happy. They were scared. They were filled with joy. They were filled with awe. Filled with wonder. While they were still trying to get their heads around what had just taken place. But they went on. They ran on. And they told the disciples just what the message of Jesus had to say. Can I tell you all that Jesus, I said our Jesus. Does anybody in here belong to Jesus? Our Jesus, he shook the world for three years in a public ministry. He shook the world with all of his signs, his miracles, and his wonders. He shook the world. He shook the world when he was crucified, when he died, and when he was buried. And then yet again, he shook the world when on that Sunday morning, when he got up, with all power in his hands. Is anybody glad in the house this morning that he got up on a Sunday morning with all power?
power in his hands. Can I just get personal for just a moment? Can I tell you that Jesus has shaken my own world more times than I can tell somebody. It was his shaking that brought light into my own personal darkness. It was his shaking that brought life into my dead situations. It was his shaking that raised me up when I was sick. His shaking raised me up out of my beds of affliction. Has anybody ever been sick? Has the hand of the Lord ever shook you loose? Has he ever shook you loose from your bed of affliction? It was his shaking. It was Jesus shaking. It was his shaking that helped call me to the ministry to preach his gospel simple full and free I said it was a shaking I said there's a whole lot of shaking going on but before 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 I take my seat before I sit down I told you that my assignment was to find out what was behind all the shaking going on and all I can tell